Hey everyone, welcome back to Music from the Curator's Chair. I'm back with another episode of it. It's on a singles edition this time. This one's a bit of a special one for me. This is a retrospective review, and I do mean a real retrospective on an album that came out about 25 years ago. When you hear this recording, it'll be on the day of the anniversary when it came out. But I'm doing this a couple weeks prior because I'm just a little worried I'm gonna miss the deadline. But anyways, I wanted to talk about Be Here Now by Oasis. The 25th anniversary is coming up in August, and I thought I'd give everyone a bit of a taste of what I thought about their third album, which I know many people liked at the beginning, and then later on just thought it was overproduced, overbloated. Even old Gallagher hates it at times because he thought it was just a bunch of guys on coke not giving a fuck. Like, it just the, the songs are shit, the lyrics are shit. Like, he thinks it's shit. He thinks it's other crap. I personally don't think so. I think it's okay. I'm going to go through what I think is worth to listen to. I went through about, let's say, 26 tracks. I'm not going to go through all 40 on the remastered deluxe version that I have. I'm only... Because the other 14 songs are all... last 14 are all... Um, demos and I don't really feel like everyone needs to hear all the demos for some songs that weren't even in there and some that were yada 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 I don't think people need to hear it alright so I'm just gonna go from like by track like mostly from beginning to end on the first half of the album and the second half that I know of is a lot some of it is on the master plan some of it isn't and I'll talk about some of the songs that are on there as well as the rethink that Noel Gallagher had in 2016 for the 2017 re-release because because he did well we're on the 2016 re-release but the album came out in 2017 it was a little late for its re-release well it's 20th anniversary this time around they're re-releasing it for the 25th anniversary proper this time too boot this album feels older than me and i'm older than it actually so anyways we're gonna start with the first song do you know what i mean one of my favorite songs to listen to on an uh not an everyday occasion but I'll listen to it every now and then just to kind of get into a groove if I'm really just kind of feeling like I need to. I just know when they first, like, it's their first single from the album, no less, and it came out maybe a month before the album came out itself. And it's one of those ones that just absolutely just dominates. Like, it just has a lot of great parts in it that just are fantastic. I know... This song just, it's its long. Like, I'm going to even admit this to everyone. I'm going to try and go... Like, track by... I'm going to try and go track by track if I can. But I will mention... For an album that has... Mm, let's say... 72 minutes, 71 and a half minutes of work. Some of these songs are very lengthy. Do you know what I mean? Is almost eight minutes. It is decimatingly long. It's good though, don't get me wrong. But to try and go track by track is gonna be difficult. I'm I'm gonna try to go through it all to admit how much I love Oasis, because I do. I might skip a few songs so that I don't find them that great or what have you, that's fine. But oh my god. This song, don't get me wrong. First single that they released, yeah, 
kind of some build up, some pretty good build up, a little bit of guitar tuning kind of sounds, a little bit of sound, like a weird uh, psychedelic sound effects going on, some vocalization from Liam, and then you actually get into the actual song itself, and it, it just, if I'm honest, like the song, like it's, like, like I mean, they're long and if I'm honest, don't get me wrong, this might have been the fall of Britpop as we know it, but this song, it works for how long it is. I know Liam, well, Noel tried to do a rethink, which all he did was cut maybe mm, 19 seconds, if that, from the song itself. Not really a true rethink. He tried to do like he was trying to remix the entire album, but later decided against it. And oh, I'm honest, he could have just kept it. This, he could have just added, like, just chopped up a little bit. Not even do a rethink, a remix, whatever you want to call it, but kind of do a little bit more of um, added some work to like, kind of fixed a few things that need to be fixed in some of the songs. And some of them just kind of like this one, just edit a few things, not edit at all, but like kind of edit a few of the sound effects that were going on in the song. It wasn't bad though. I mean, the next song, "My Big Mouth." That that's kind of about like the bo- the brothers kind of being a little. Um, they say some shit they shouldn't be saying out loud a lot. They kind of do that a lot because that's what they are. They're brash. They're, and that's kind of their shtick. You know what I mean? Like that's kind of what the guys are known for being. They're very brash and not abrasive, but very brusque sometimes too. And like they get themselves into art, get themselves into stuff that they don't mean to do. But again. Like, like it's a top record, I think personally. But again, this song also pretty lengthy, five minutes. And the next song is like, and don't get me wrong, the guitar work on this song is great. Even on, do you know what I mean? That song has really great work on the guitar setup on it, and it doesn't have a, a wink of like, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Now I'm saying it. Damn it. Uh, anyways, Magic Pie. This song is kind of a weird, kind of not Beatles-esque sound, but it just has very um, Stone Roses sort of feel to it. This feels like honestly a Stone Roses album instead of an Oasis album. But then again, it could have been their inspiration for it. I don't know. All I know is that one of the longest songs on this album. I don't even want to talk about because there's a reprise for it too. So that makes it even like harder for me to talk about. But it'll come to it. I'll come to it. I'll come to it. But anyways, Magic Pie. Eh, it's not bad. The lyricism is kind of, I don't know. It's whatever to me. But it's all right. Stand By Me. Sounds like a bit of a breakup song, which I think it might be. And anyways, it's, it's whatever. Like I can easily say like it's... It's good. I don't hate it. Like, I can listen to this one on its own, no problem. It has a nice little bit of work that's done to it that makes it sound great. And it, and it works. I hope I think I know. I don't really recall a whole lot, really. But I do know it has moments of just being kind of all right, you know? Not crazy, but all right. The Girl in the Dirty Shirt, I remember quite a lot more compared to I hope I think I know I think I did I listened to it and I, I 
don't even remember even hearing it, honestly. It felt like I skipped it un unintentionally. But I know I heard it. But um, it had some moments that were great. And it just, it was kind of a weird song overall. Just kind of just, just kind of relax and just kind of just zone out too. But the next one, Fading Out, that one actually I kind of like, not because of everything that's going on on it, but I do like how we have Johnny Depp on the slide guitar on that track. And it's just like one of the first, like one of the only people I can think of that. You wouldn't expect Johnny Depp. An actor, of course, from the night, like a big name in the 90s, to work on a song like this. I know he's helped other musicians out on some songs, and he has his own work with the Hollywood Vampires and, he's doing, and doing a bunch of other musical shows with other artists as of now. But back in the 90s, I didn't think he would even be close to playing anything involving music. I never think, I never thought that. Like, I, I did look this up years ago, like, if he ever did work on anything like this, after I listened to this album for the first time, I'm like, Oh shit, I didn't know that. And now I do. And I feel more energized and more good about knowing that he's on this song on this album. But anyways, next song, Don't Go Away. That one's a lengthy one as well. Almost five minutes. It's not too lengthy, but it's nice. Like fading out is seven minutes, roughly, but this one I can kinda say also another kind of breakup sort of song or whatever, like a love song. And it works, like I don't hate it. But I enjoy what it's trying to get at. The title track, Be Here Now. This one... Mm, I kind of just forgot about when I first heard it before. But it just—it wasn't like I didn't intentionally forget about it. It's just there's nothing for me to remember at all on it. There was some good guitar work on it, though. But there's not a whole lot to kind of write home about. And here comes the one that is just... Uh, <laughs> why why guys why fucking why all around the world and I'm also going to talk about the reprisal as well all around the world uh, 11 minute 30 second song Christ alive I don't think the Beatles did songs like this I mean they've done some songs that were lengthy like or done songs in a conceptual conceptual way. Like, I, I look at Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. That's a concept album. But it starts out in a good way, and they end it again the same way they would. Like, with a reprise of Sgt. Lonely Hearts Club Band, the song. Which is fine. That's great. You know what I mean? That's not a problem to me. But this one didn't need a reprise. I don't know why they thought it did. But this song is lengthy. This one's just... I don't know what they're doing on this one, but it's just so long it's so ridiculous i couldn't stand it at all sometimes it was good don't get me wrong but it's just one of those ones it's just difficult and it's just one of these songs that just i don't know what to think about it all i do know is that it just has its moments of just being like well, why what were you guys doing like even noel even says like back in the day like a couple years back, he even said, I think at one point, like, if I was to quote him right now, let me find it right now, um, basically, it's how I, he thinks of it, he, as he reflects on it. It's the sound of a bunch of guys on coke in the studio, not giving a fuck, there's no bass to it at all, I don't know what happened to that, and all the songs are really long, all the lyrics are shit, and for every millisecond, Liam's not 
saying a word. There's a fucking guitar riff in, the, in there in a Wayne's World style Yeah, I feel like there's more orchestral stuff on this song, Noel, than there is anywhere else. I do not hear any true, real crazy guitar solo at all or guitar riff. I know on, do you know what I mean? There was a little bit of one, which was fine. I didn't mind that. There was no issues there. It was fine to me. Like, maybe other people are are very unhappy with it, but whatever. And the last song that I'm going to talk about is It's Getting Better, Man. This one, I'll agree. Not too bad. It works. It works to the pedigree that they're trying to go with. And, yeah, it, it, it works. But like I said, the reprise of all around the world oh i'm sorry but oh i don't even want to try even go through the rest of this album now just realizing that but at least the b-sides and demos weren't too bad like stay young the fame and flashbacks were easy to get through no problem i enjoyed them for what they were I enjoy the lyricism The guitar work They're all great I got the papers Not too bad My sister My sister lover is Okay I guess I don't have an issue with it It's six minutes It's pretty lengthy Like I mean Going Nowhere I know is on The master plan That song I kind of like Because I mean It does kind of talk about Something that Noel is going to do Later on He actually did do a, Like maybe after This album came out Like He did get a Jaguar He Because In and he bought it and realized he doesn't know how to drive number one and also the other thing is like when he bought it he didn't think about it but he did become a millionaire he bought the damn jaguar i'm glad he did that probably with the money that he got from all these things and then i'm gonna i hate to say i'm gonna skip a few of these songs but i know i don't feel like i should like i should mention these ones but stand by me live at bonehead's outtake there's a demo that's called untitled there's help that's live in LA and then the setting sun a live radio broadcast and there's two demos that I don't really want to talk about per se as well as a live version of uh, by, by Big Mouth at Nebworth I don't really want to get into those I want to kind of skip them I just thought I'd at least talk about the few b-sides that were there that are okay but now I want to get into the 2016 rethink oh do you know what I mean I feel this one had the same issue as the first, as the title track. Well, not the title track, but the first single that they released. This was not bad, though. This just kind of stripped a lot of the stuff that was in it. And don't get me wrong, that's fine. He's trying to shorten it. Like, I, I get it. Like, he needs to, he wants to make the album shorter and not feel so lengthy. And I get that. I get it 100%, Noel. You're entitled to that. opinion. You're entitled to that, all right? You're entitled to making something that you feel, if you don't like it, anymore and you want to fix it do so but don't just give us one song and basically say fuck it i can't do it anymore give it to someone else that can help you man like give it to i don't know if owen morris is still around maybe you ask him maybe or mike rowe like ask someone that could have helped you a little bit on some of the work on here you know what i mean like don't just like a lot of the like a lot of it wasn't bad but it just it's one of these songs that just one of these things that just kind of bugged me that I just kind of thought, you know what? I don't want to do the entire album front to back. Well, why'd you even try to do this to begin with, man? Like, seriously. Like, you do a, a remix of it, and you were supposed to remix the entire album, but you didn't do it. Why didn't you? I mean, oh my goodness. 
anyways, like, I'm getting on tangents, I'm going on rants, I'm sorry, folks. I, I honestly, in good conscience, love this album. I do, but as a critic, I don't know what to think. All I do know is that the demos aren't too bad. Like, the, the do you know what I mean? Demo is like 7 minutes, 15 seconds. Like, that's not bad. Like, all around the world, six and a half, and like it's getting better, man. It's like around six and a half as well. Like a lot of these ones are shorter than they are in the actual on the actual album. For crying out loud, yeah, I wish he kind of did more of what he like with the demo. Like took the demos that he took, he had, and worked around that a little bit instead of just remixing what he released with the band. And said, "Yeah, not not happening. I'm sorry." Like I honestly could have said. You needed someone to help you do it. Maybe get Amorphous Androgynous or someone that you've worked with Noel, to help you remix this thing, for crying out loud. Because you know what? Like, I feel like the Amorphous Androgynous would be okay in helping you out with that. Like, I mean, I think they're called Future Sound of London. I know the album that you try to work on Like, this Space Rock record that you guys tried to work with for years. And just, honestly, I kind of wish that you released that album, honestly. That would have been great. Like, I mean, Future Side of London, Amorphous Androgynous, whatever you want to call them. This group is very different. And you know what? It bugs me that they try to make an album that didn't work on it like that just didn't happen it bugs me because it would have been great to see it happen because i mean there's a bunch of stuff that's out there that you can't even get <laughs> and it's just oh goodness gracious it just it just bugs me that some of these things happen and uh it's whatever i guess anyways I need to wrap this up. I've been going on a tangent for way too long. This album, Be Here Now, on its own, not including the demos and everything else, gets, and uh, I can't even believe I'm saying that out loud, it gets a seven out of 10. The remake, like the stuff that he was trying to, like the stuff that Noel Gallagher was trying to do, that he could have done instead of just arguing with his brother and all this shit and he could have remixed the album he didn't and it bugs me a little bit that he didn't he could have he didn't it's his, that's his doing whatever I don't care I just think he could have done it and it could have worked but to really just lie to everyone and say we're gonna, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and never and you just do one song I'm sorry but no that's not okay to me now I'm not saying that Noel Gallagher did that intentionally but maybe it was just too much work for him to do on his own and he didn't have anyone that he could have asked to help him do it and i get that i would be more than happy to help him shorten some of the songs as well i would have done it with him even though i don't know how to do much of anything when it comes to editing and mastering and mixing but i would have still said let's cut some of this cut some of that like look at what needs to be cut and keep what we can to make this album shorter than it was and it could have worked but anyways that's my thoughts on Be Here Now. This album 
is 25 years old. It doesn't feel like it is. It feels like this came out yesterday, but honestly, if it did come out yesterday, Oasis would literally still be around, but they aren't. At the end of the day, this is an Oasis album. It's around, it's good. Not their best, but it's pretty damn good if you ask me. It's an eight out of 10. I will do ones on What's the Story, Morning Glory, and definitely maybe soon enough. But I don't really want to do that just yet. I will do one in the future. But at this moment in time, I'm going to kind of just put it on pause for the, those plans. I'm not doing them right away, but I will do them sometime in the future. I'm just putting my plans on pause for those, those albums for now. But until next time, everyone, I hope you all are having an amazing day out there. You're all able to enjoy the day wherever you are when you hear this. Just remember, there's always good music out there. You just got to find it. Until next time, folks, this is Scott signing out, everyone, and transmission.